I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. Join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. We gather a seasoned elder, myself as the middle generation, and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations, prepare to engage or hear perspectives that literally no one else has had. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's the best bits of the week with Morgan. Part two. Just the bits. Come on, come all. It is Saturday. You know what that means. It's Best Bits time, y'all. I'm so happy you're here. We've got a lot to talk about on the show this week. But before we do that, be sure to check out part one this weekend with Scuba Steve. Not only did we talk about crazy things that have happened at weddings, I have a wild story where I pulled an all-nighter and potentially going to a singles event in Nashville for Valentine's Day also. What is the time that we were so angry We did something crazy. And you know Scuba Steve has a great story for that one. So go to part one, listen to that. Part three, you'll hear listener Q&As. So Jessica wanted to know all about how Scuba met his wife, how it was a show bit, and then they fell in love. And then Mackenzie wanted us to talk about hobbies because she's trying not to drink so much. So a lot of cool stuff on part one, part three. But like I said, big show, well, big five shows. How do you say that? Guys, my brain's hurting. It's Saturday. Big shows happen this week on the Bobby Bone Show, and that's what we're about to dive into. That's what you're here for to get a recap. So let's go. It's the tale as old as time. Raymundo believes Sam Hunt would like to hang out with him. So Raymundo commented something on Sam Hunt's Instagram post. Sam Hunt responded, and well, Ray took it very literally. And that is all I'm going to say because you'll hear this. And you'll think, Ray may have a little bit of a stalker problem happening with Sam Hunt. I'm just going to point the obvious and let you hear for yourself. Number seven. Raymundo, our audio producer, is the biggest Sam Hunt fan. He traveled across the country to go to his show, went to the meet and greet. He got a Christmas gift from Sam once and didn't take it off forever. Mm -hmm. He comments on every picture. He he dresses like him. (laughs) Ray loves Sam Hunt. Yeah. And so you post on every picture. I do. And what did you post, and what picture was it? He was outside. It was his first snow, his child's, and he did a s- caption said first snow or something. And I said, awesome, man. I'm going to bring over a 30-rack of beer. I'll bring some Baileys and hot chocolate for the chicks. Let's hang. And then he responds back, bring it. <laughs> wow. Whoa. Wow, wow, wow. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I want to introduce you to my kids. Yeah. So this is what happened. This picture was posted. It just says snow day exclamation point. It's Sam and his right arm is holding his young child. It's probably a year old. Okay. 
Young child's got a beanie on. Sam doesn't. Ray does say the following. I'm heading to your hill now. I picked up a 30 rack for the boys and some cocoa and Baileys for our ladies. And then at Sam Hunt Music says, bring it. And it has 19 likes on it. <laughs> she does say that, doesn't it? <laughs> That's legit. So Ray thinks he should actually get it and go to Sam's house. No. 100%. 100%. No, you guys are out of your mind. First of all, I bet that's not even Sam who wrote that. Oh. That's probably a social media person. No, 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 no. They wouldn't just happen to reply to Sis and Raymundo. They know <laughs> that Ray, that is Sam. Does Sam Hunt want Ray to come to his house and bring a 30 rack and Coco and Bailey's? No, yes. I mean, no, because here's the thing. Ray rack. is already acting. I don't acting. know what that means. Is that right? It's a 30-pack like, of beer, I guess. Okay. <laughs> I think Sam gets the, like, the, that he's what? being playful, sarcastic. Like, hey, I'm headed to your hill now. Like, he's not. So he's replying with also just, like, the a, fantasy. A playful of, like, fan. But I don't think Ray was being playful. I think Ray was like, Throwing some bait out there. Yeah, and I, we had a little bit of time off of work. So we were out of here early. So then I was thinking, I follow his brother on Instagram. Do I hit him up and ask for the addy, the address? Mm-hmm. So then I would just roll up. If Sam's not doing anything, you're not writing music right now. It's a snowstorm outside. I think as long as you have a screenshot to prove it, yeah, it's totally fine. That's like your pass. Oh, my God. But there was a thing that was a little sus then. Hey, but you put that in underneath the windshield wiper when you drive to his house. <laughs> the, the screenshot? Yeah, like a parking pass. You put the <laughs> screenshot under the windshield wiper. <laughs> what, what happened? So he did that post, and then within 12 hours, he did another post, and it was for his tour. But I don't understand. I feel like his label wanted me to then really get back into the Sam love. Man, me and him are friends again, and then they wanted me to post his tour and then want to go to his Nashville show and... In March. Is that why you didn't comment on the tour post? Because I'm looking for your... Yeah, because then I thought I got got and I'm just a pawn. <laughs> but that's okay because you love him so much you're happy to get got. I'm fine with that. Yeah, see? He's fine with that. Mm. He's fine getting got. I don't know why you didn't say what's that dress or DM him. Hey, just say, did you really mean this? That'd be funny. Dude. <laughs> like I'm half cringing. It but, plays out for everybody to see. But like, you know, the artist doesn't say bring it. They usually just ignore you or if they see it, they exactly. go, ah, that's funny, Ray. So what should he do then? Let's let's have Ray uh, have an execution point here. What should he do? He DMs them with a picture of the 30 rack and, and the, the Baileys and all that and be like, dude. That's funny. Yeah, I like it. And so, say, what time works for you? <laughs> do that. Do that with a picture. DM the picture. But he doesn't follow you, does he? I don't know. But, so, <laughs> so send him the picture of you holding that stuff. Okay. And be like, hey, I got it. Just hit me up with the address. Sounds good. So you're half playing because <laughs> you can always be like, oh, I'm joking. But then also if he's like, yeah, bring it. Then you go. Okay. Dude. So that's why I brought it to you guys. Perfect. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So I feel like he did. It's just a joke, but I'm anxious to see where this takes us. What? Sam doesn't follow Ray. I checked. Oh, no. I don't, it's okay. You can still message him the picture. All right. He follows Michael Ray. Oh, maybe he thinks Michael Ray is Ray. Oh, my God. That's it. <laughs> oh. That's it. It's the best bits of the week with Morgan number two. When you're in a relationship, there are just some things you don't say to your partner. But maybe you get really mad or you get really sassy or you're just joking around and you've said something accidentally. Well, Bobby has a whole list of things that you're not supposed to say, these phrases, to your partner. And the show got vulnerable and everybody kind of admitted different experiences they've had with said phrases. And maybe if you hear them, it'll make you feel a little bit better. Maybe you've said one of them. Or maybe if you're perfect and you've never said these phrases and you never would and you're single and you're a dude, please call me. That's all I'm going to leave it for now for all my relationship married wonderfully in love people. These are the phrases you might need to write down so you don't ever say them to your partner. 
Number six. Don't say these phrases to your partner no matter how angry you get. That's the head. This article by B-O-L-D-E, Boldy. So they list 10 things you should not say to your partner regardless of how mad you get. And it's a tough situation to be feeling emotional and you're reacting and not responding. And it doesn't have to be your partner. You fight with anybody. It's tense. You say things sometimes you don't mean. Just as a weapon. But let's go through the list. Be honest if you ever say it, okay? Okay. You're just like your parent. If I said that to my wife, she would be like, she would say thank you. And now if I said that to her, that'd be a compliment. So I would never use that one because our parents are awesome. Oh, awesome. You're just like your parents. Oh. Awesome? Yeah. Then we make out. <laughs> I'd be a compliment. But you, do you ever say that? In, have you ever said that in a way that wasn't positive? Yes. And what are you referring to? Just what do you mean like, specifically? I'm not going to say that. Well, no, like what trait? Just something that her parent does. And I'm like, you're acting like you're. Got it. I say you, you're just like your mom. Because her mom is? Uh, Careful. Correcting. Like, like she'll be visiting and I'll do something. She's like, oh, you shouldn't do it that way. And I'm like. Got it. And then my wife will be like, oh, he, you know, we're okay. And then they leave. And my wife, you shouldn't do it that way. I said, you are exactly like your mom right now. And how does she react to that? She's like, I'll work on that. Oh, oh she says that? That's good. She listens to Big Daddy? Wow. Yeah. Oh, wow. I've had that said to me. You're just like your parent? Yeah. And it was it was frustrating because I was could say that about my mom. But then when somebody else says it about my mom, like sure. comparing me to her, I'm like yeah. suddenly like, what? what? What are you saying about my mom? And then all of a sudden, what are you saying about me? But yeah. the next one is so harsh. I would never even think to say it. Uh oh, come on. I wish I never met you. No. What? No. Like when I'm arguing, I'll say stuff in the, it's, you know, it's a game. It's a mm. strategy. It's a battle. But I would never say I wish I never met you. Okay. I've said that to my parents, but not my wife. What? But to your parents? Oh, yeah, never met you? Oh, you have yeah. no choice to meet them. Though. I know, but it was like so frustrating, you know? You're like, I wish I didn't know you. Really? Oh. Yeah. Were you an adult? Nah, that's when I was a kid. Okay. Oh, I was going to say, yeah. that, that doesn't okay. feel like an adult <laughs> thing. Really that was yesterday, guys. <laughs> all right, the next one. You always or you never. And I do that I do, I all, do the time. That all the time. Always. 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 I mean, yeah. you're doing it right now, you two. Yes. Always. I always do it. Yes. Yeah, I, I'm guilty of that, but also know that you shouldn't do it. Mm-hmm. Both. Because I go, you yeah. you always do it. She's like, don't say always because you know I don't always do anything. But she always. I said, but then you but you always do this too where you tell me not to do always. <laughs> and then she's like, what? Yeah. I throw her off the scent a little it's bit. It's a no win, dude. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, number, f- the next one. You're overreacting. Oh, yeah. Constantly. Yes. Yep. Constantly. You, you and constantly I'm probably the one, say that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I'm, I probably, she- I'm probably the one overreacting, but I'm like, no, you're overreacting. Don't I, worry. It's not a big deal. And she's like, well, to me, it is you're a You're not big validating deal. their feelings when you say that. I, I know I'm wrong. Uh, Amy, no, reason for you no to, we're, we're all wrong. No we're not saying to, we're to right, but I less. always tell her, you're always overreacting. Oh, you're always overreacting. Oh, wow. <laughs> the worst is that here we go. You're <laughs> you, overreacting you, again. You yep. never exactly. are I'm, rational. I'd rather, I say you're I'm rational like, too. If I would have never met you, you'd never overreacted always. <laughs> all of them. Uh, slap her with all of them. Um, yeah, I did that one. Um, this one? Uh-oh. Never. Uh-oh. I wouldn't even think, again, this wouldn't pop into my head to say, you're so hard to love. No, that's weird. I'm that's never a, like that's it's a kind lyric. of right. That's quirky. No, you're hard, hard to love. Hard, hard to love. love. <laughs> Do you think it could be said kind of two ways of like, like, uh, like, oh, you're hard to love, like negative, or like you're you're hard to love because you don't let. I think she me could say in. that to me, and I would not be mad, and I would understand. But my wife is not hard to love. I think I could be hard to love sometimes because I do not understand how to accept it or at times reciprocate it healthily. Right. But I think I wouldn't get that upset at that because I, I am. I think it just depends how it's said. 
Number s- I would never say that. <laughs> I would never say you're hard to love. <laughs> Me Weird. neither, but- The next one, I don't care anymore. Oh, yeah. Oh, all the, yeah, time. All the time. Who yeah. doesn't say and, that? And I only say that about things I care anymore about. Yep. If I say I don't care anymore, you know I really care. <laughs> yeah. So true. Next one. Why can't you be more like dot, dot, dot? Oh, my Ooh. wife does that to me. Oh. Be like who? She compares me to... to <laughs> yeah, Lunchbox. <laughs> oh. she, she compares me to like other dads. Like she'll be like, well, other dads do this. And I'm like, mm. uh-uh. I'm not other dads. Go, mar- go marry those other dads. Do you dads. ever say, why can't you be more like... Never. Uh, and then, okay. No, I wouldn't... Co- I know better than to compare her to someone else. But she compares you to other dads? Yes. Well, she just says like other dads do that. And I'm like, well, go Is marry them. Is that a time thing? Oh, you say go marry them? Yeah, no, well, then go like, marry those dads then. What in the world? <laughs> How about this is all your fault? Yeah. No. No, I don't say that. I might, but in a way that isn't so on the nose. You rephrase it? Mm-hmm. Mm. Like, how, like how, Bones? Well, we're only here because of you. Dang. Dang that's the same thing. Like we're only in this situation because of you? I think... I'm just trying to be honest here. I feel like yeah. I unfairly could say that kind of thing. Like, okay, but we're we're fighting right now because of you. Oh yeah, I could see you saying that. <laughs> you need to shut your hole because I feel like I you're could. sitting over there I just shooting see. your little pew pews at me. <laughs> no, no, I mean, you are. You're playing little Kid. video yeah, games. Pew pew pew, like duck hunt. That's not true. Do you ever do this? Is all your fault? Oh uh, yeah, like if we're late somewhere and then she's like, I can. Why are we always late? And I'm like. This is your fault. Mm, I can hear you saying that. Got her. <laughs> like, you're the one that was doing this, this, or this, not getting ready. Like, this is your fault. Mm-hmm. The phrases you should never say, these next ones are hardcore. There's two more. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. No one's going to admit to saying this, and you probably haven't said this. I haven't said this. I hate you. I hate you. I hate you. No. What about to your parents when you were a kid? Oh, yeah. All oh, yeah. Time. oh, yeah. All the time. time. I wish I had a parent to say that, too. My daughter oh. told me the other day, oh, yeah. talking to me is... Pointless. Oh, okay. Well, that's I, different, I, though. I feel Amy. that, though. Yeah, she's got a point. You like that? You like that? Feels no. Hey, maybe you should be more like Bobby and listen to her. No, I was pew, listening. Pew, pew. It was over text, and we were trying to set up a time to have a conversation about what she wanted to talk about, but I didn't want to set her expectations. Like, I already know the answer, but I would like to hear her out. And then she said... She Why would you back. say you already know the answer, though? It just... Because the answer... That's not being open Just say you want to hear her out. I do want to hear her out. Pew, pew. I do want to hear her out, but I didn't want her going into it. I kind of laid out some reasons why I was saying what I was saying. Mm-hmm. I want to give her reasons. And then I guess she read the reasons as, even though I said, we're still going to have a talk. I want to hear where you're coming from. Her response was not to be rude, but this, like... We just don't even need to have the talk because talking to you is pointless. I, I think what she meant to say was talking to you uh, about this and trying to convince you to change your mind right. is pointless. Yeah, I know. It was not in, in the general. moment. I remember saying stuff like that to my mom, so I get it. I, I just, well, she wasn't wrong, though. What? She just said you weren't going to change your mind. Well. So yeah. the conversation was pointless. It was but pointless. it's not pointless for me to hear where she's coming Hashtag from. Hashtag justice versus Shira. Shoot. It's not pointless for me to hear where she's coming <laughs> from. <laughs> Number 10, the final one. You're useless. Oh, no. Wow. I'd only say that once if I ever did. <laughs> yeah, and that's the and last I'd time. I'd be dead. That's hardcore. Lunchbox, you say No, not that I can remember. No, that's like, you don't even respect it. That he, I never get to a point in an argument it's where low. I just lose respect for the person completely. Yeah. Right. But like, I mean, she is. I she has you. use. I say, excuse me. Stop. Oh, no, she does. She has use. So Bye. I can't really say that she's useless. I mean, there's just. Like she cooks dinner. She does cook dinner. <laughs> Gosh. Laundry and stuff. Okay. Laundry. <laughs> yeah, I mean, You're, what else? Yeah, that is like you are fighting to the extreme, yeah. and you have just—it's that's a new level, and you, yeah. 
I do say you always or you never. I do say you're overreacting. I do say I don't care anymore. I think those are the three. But on there, it's, it doesn't say you're not allowed to say you're irrational. So I, I say that I, I do that a lot. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, they I say, say hey, that's you're okay. not acting rational right now. Right. And it's hard for me to be rational with someone who's being irrational. Mm. And she's like, but what if you're being irrational and you just can't tell I'm being irrational because you're irrationality? And I'm like, God dang it. Why are you? Good point. You want to say something, Amy? Go ahead. Take a shot. (laughs) No, I was just curious in, you know, hearing all those, you shouldn't say them to partners or friends or at work or whatever. But do you ever say any of those things to yourself? Yeah, everyone. I say all those to myself every day. All of them? In the mirror, that's how you get ready for work. See? You're useless! <laughs> I hate, I hate you. you! Right, but it's like, well, we shouldn't say them to others, so we shouldn't say them to ourselves either. No, I need that motivation. Oh. I try to prove me wrong every day. Okay. Yeah. You're ugly! That's why your parents left! <laughs> oh, oh, no. Oh, oh, sorry, sorry. Oh, anyway, gosh, all right. All right, all right, all right. It's the best bits of the week Show. with Morgan number two. There was a viral video going around of L. King performing at the Opry and she had a lot to drink and she was saying some things and listeners had a lot to say about it. So Bobby decided to share his thoughts on the whole situation. And you guys always enjoy when Bobby will share things from a different perspective. So I wanted to put on here his opinions and what he thought of the video that was going around and just his thoughts on El King. So here you go. This is Bobby's thoughts on El King performing at the Opry. Number five. We got this voicemail from Jennifer in San Antonio. Here you go. I was just curious about your thoughts on L. King's performance at the Opry this weekend. I know you play there a lot, so just wanting to know your thoughts. I saw this on TikTok. That's where it came to me, and it was in my For You a Bunch, and I thought it was old. I didn't realize this was at the Dolly Parton birthday tribute appearance. Um, She looked pretty drunk when she was performing. Have you guys seen this? No. Okay, I have questions that I'm going to ask after I play this. What were your thoughts on it? Oh, I just, I popped up on uh, Instagram. I thought, yeah, same thing as you. Like, okay, well, she had a, some stuff to drink <sighs> so or they, something. They did a big Dolly Parton 78th birthday uh, celebration. And a lot of people were like, hey, look, this is not good what she did. And she posted it. The Opry had to apologize for her too. But I'll play you some of it. This is the beginning of it. Play that number one. like karaoke at the bar when you <laughs> oh, can't keep up with the lyrics. It does. Everyone's like, holy oh, well, we bought tickets in the I'm not even gonna lie. You bought tickets for this You ain't getting your money back. Yeah, sounds a little drunk, huh? Yeah, a, a little, little bit. Let me play another one. Here is, I think it's her rant when she's done with the song even more. Here you go. You ain't getting your money back. I'll tell you one thing. I'll tell you one thing is true. Good, because you ain't getting it. That's it. I'll, I'll tell you one thing more. I'll tell you one thing more. Hi, my name is L. King. I'm f***ing hammered. Go ahead. Why don't you give me this? 
Let me see if I. I'll tell you one thing. I can barely play another person's song. Let me see if I can play one of mine. So here's the thing about Elle. She has a song called "Drunk Out." I want to go home. You know, a little on brand. It's her mo, man. I like Elle a lot, so I'm biased. I guess nobody wanted to say, "Hey, maybe you shouldn't go on." Or when you have a song "Drunk" and I don't want to go home, it's just like, "Hey, (laughs) you're really being who you say you are." Like people will like that. Yeah, she. I guess the only thing that makes me uncomfortable is the cursing because that goes out on like the AM radio. Oh yeah. On a lot of stations. And there are bad words. And as someone who's been fined by the FCC, like that makes me go, Ooh. but I bet you she wishes she probably wouldn't have gone on as drunk. But my question is, I've never been drunk. So do you think she knew she was as drunk as she was? Like when you're that drunk, do you know you're that off? Yes. And you think you can play it off. Mm. You think you can act like, oh, look, I got it. Composed. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> no Talking one will notice. Normal, no one will notice. It doesn't really work. And have you ever done anything and said anything drunk that a day or two later you look back like, oh, I wish I wouldn't have done that? Yes. Okay, so that's normal too. Right, guys? <laughs> uh, Amy's the only one that answered, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Why is nobody I mean, else answering? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Surely. So yeah, how do you think name? she's feeling today? Do you think she's like, oh, I wish I wouldn't have done that? Or is she just, you know, that's who I am? Or a little bit of both. Maybe maybe a little bit of both. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe they were all just like, hey, yeah, we're here. We're celebrating Dolly's birthday. Like, let's have a good time. The Opry said, we deeply regret and apologize for the oh. language that was used during last night's second Opry performance. Yeah. yeah. So it's because just the language they're apologizing for? I think this is for? who she is. It's also not Stephen Curtis Chapman doing this, right? right. The Christian artist right. who's being somebody that he's not. Like, and it's definitely not the first time someone's had too much to drink at the Opry. And again, her, that's kind of, it's yeah. a little bit her brand. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I th- yeah. I think it's probably yeah the the language for the radio and maybe then, like, the dolly if there was kids part in the two, audience. There are kids in the audience. Yeah. I think Hank Williams like was drunk at the Opry. Back, kicked out and got kicked out. Wasn't allowed. Yeah. But that, he kicked out the lamps. <laughs> yes. The bulbs that were wow. on the floor of the stage. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Because I think like she hosted New Year's Eve like in Nashville and I think people said the same thing like she was She's drunk. Yeah. So I think that's just who she is. I think if she wasn't as likable, people would probably be a little angrier. She's awesome. And she did sound kind of mean, though, in that clip. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> what? I part. found her to be endearing. Really? really? You ain't getting your money back? I, I think I she's, think like, she's joking. joking. Like, I suck. You ain't getting your money back. Yeah, I'm drunk. Like, and then she's like, I can't even sing her song. You think I can sing mine? Yeah, I thought Bruh. that's funny. Like, I, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Well, use it as a learning experience. I'm not going to hate on her. I, the, the curse words bother me a little bit just because there are kids in the audience. Absolutely, yeah. But other than that, you know, just maybe. Right, like, I, th- I, I don't think it's again. that bad. Well, she didn't know the word. I mean, she got off the words and started doing um, nama, 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 nama. Was, and also, we don't know the full picture or her what she has going on. Like, if it was someone that we knew, maybe, I mean, she could, could be having a good time. But when you know someone maybe really has a problem, something like that would be very, like, I think we'd be talking about it in a different way. Like, we don't know her circumstance. But, you know, uh, if someone was out and we knew publicly they had a problem, it'd be like, oh, I don't know gosh. If, I don't know if that's her thing. No, I don't think yeah. so either. But I like her band person jumps in. It's like, no, no, we're going to do some good songs here. <laughs> she like tries to save her. No, 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 I got you. I got you. And I was like, no, you don't. It's Dolly's birthday, it's guys. It's Dolly time. It's the best bits of the week Show. with Morgan number two. I'm Elliot Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. i never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't 
feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for, for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Uh, thank God for deliverance. Every time I have like one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a, in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old us. Oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed, And to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Parents, ready to discover a new educational and interactive podcast for kids? Join Stories for Kids by Lingo Kids, where episodes are packed with fun activities. Right, Elliot? Oh, yes! We learned how to recycle at the beach. That was great fun. Callie, what do you say? It was. And that time when we did the science experiments and Billy made Raisins dance. That is so cool, Billy. He did. <laughs> Not to mention when a certain Elliot took up swimming classes with Lisa. That was me! <laughs> Bet you can't catch me. I'm going to get you. All this fun and more in our Stories for Kids. Lingo Kids Stories for Kids is now available on StoryButton, the kid-friendly device for screenless podcast listening. Listen to Stories for Kids on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The man, the myth, the legend, Chris Stapleton. He is back in studio this week, and it was super fun to hear from him because... He's just great. I feel like the more Chris Stapleton comes in the studio, the more we hear some very just normal human stories from Chris Stapleton. And I don't know about you guys, but when I think of Chris Stapleton, I kind of think of like a unicorn and I just don't think he's real. So when he talks about real stories about being a dad and going bungee jumping and being afraid of things, I'm like, who are you? This is not the Chris Stapleton that I pictured in my head. So that's what you're going to get is a very down to earth, real human Chris Stapleton in this interview. And I think you'll love it. So tune in for the whole thing. And if you want to watch it, you can jump out real quick, go to our YouTube page and watch it. But if you're just an audio listener, want to hang out, this is the full interview with Chris Stapleton. Number four, it's a Bobby Bones show interview. In case you didn't know. All right. Coming in from the Hyundai green room right now is our buddy, Chris Stapleton. Uh, I mean, his uh, broken halos monster. He's up for three awards at the 66th annual Grammy Awards coming up. Um, doing those shows with George Strait and Little Big Town. He is the voice of Monday Night Football uh, from Kentucky. What else is there to say about this guy? Uh, that, he can sing. That, yeah. that, that, that we don't that we don't know and adore and love. Mm. Uh, coming into the studio now 
Here he is. Oh, there he is. Come on, Ann Chris. Chris Stapleton. Yeah. yeah. Friday morning conversation with Chris yeah, right there. Stapleton. Good to see you, buddy. What's your hat there? That's uh, Nashville? Oh, no, Nashville South. Oh, yeah. Okay. I think that's what I'm wearing. It's a blue red. Right there. On it. Boom. Nashville sounds? I think so. You, really you a big baseball guy? I, I like baseball. Yeah. I, I used to be a big baseball guy, and I still am a kind of a baseball guy, but baseball's kind of too slow now. They play too many games. 162 games? I can't keep up with enough to be a big... Well, they changed the rule, though. The pitch, you know, the pitch clock. Yeah, and that speeds it up. But it's still 162 games. <laughs> you don't have to watch all of them. I do. Because I'm going to bet them. <laughs> no, so, no, no, so, no, no, no. So I got I to gotta watch them all. <laughs> what about football? You watch a lot of football? No. No, I mean... I don't watch a lot of sports, period. I like to go to games. That's What's your what favorite I, kind of game to go to? A good one. Yeah? Does you it, know, <laughs> any sport, it doesn't matter. You know, if it's a good game, I don't, you know, a slow game that's, you know, kind of sloppy play, I don't want to see that. But I want to see guys, you know, getting after it. What about coaching? Would you ever coach? No. Your kids? <laughs> no. Ever? You want to coach any seven, I'm a terrible teacher. Ten- I'm a terrible coach. I don't think I could do any of that. Why? You're a warm... I feel like you're a warm person. You know... You write lyrics. You know what to say. Why don't you feel like you... You never assistant coached? No. No, couldn't do it. No patience? I I have patience. I just don't have the skill to teach. It's a real skill. It's a, like a talent. It's not. Eddie coaches kids. Yeah, nine-year-old basketball. Yeah, dude, never played a game in his life. Yeah. I do it. He thinks well, yeah, the ball is square. Yes, but do they get better? But, yeah. Yeah, we won a few games. <laughs> <laughs> just a few. Okay, well, you know, I, I don't know. I, I mean, a lot of it has also has to do with I work on the weekends a lot. So, yeah. you know, and a lot, of, a lot of those things happen on the weekends. You know, the great so, thing about working on the weekends is you, like, if you want to, like, drop, drop your kids off of school, you could probably do that. And think about that for artists. Like, you guys are able to have, like, a somewhat normal and an abnormal life. Like, that would be pretty nice. Because you're gone every weekend. Not every weekend. I, I mean, you, you try to adjust that to yeah. you're not. But, you know. like, like, my life, I got to wake up at 3 o'clock in the morning. It sucks. I don't know. No, I do. It sucks, Chris. <laughs> I think you didn't hear me. What time are you done? 10 p.m.? 10 p.m.? Well, okay. And you have to go to bed at, like, what time? 10 p.m.? 10 p.m.? Yeah. I match work all day, all night. Yeah. I don't have any kids yet, though. Right. So I, I have five, so I, you and I have nothing to talk about. You there. know, so t- let me ask you a couple questions about, <laughs> about me then, because we're, eventually we're going to have kids. Right. What's fun about them? <laughs> There's lots of stuff that's fun about them. Because funny. I feel like it's like it's they're just taking up time. Like what's what's Whoa. fulfilling about? <laughs> Easy, man. Don't play this I don't have any kids, right? <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm literally asking you a question. You have five kids, but what's what? Can, what do I do? What do I do? You just always got to take care of them. I've been very selfish my whole life. I've lived by myself and I get married till forty and I don't have any kids. But it just feels like holy crap. Once you have a kid, you don't even have a life anymore. True or false? I, I think that's false. You have a different life. Okay. You know, it's a different life. Your life is, is um, you know, is in a lot of ways dedicated to, to you know, helping them become. Man, I just feel like I'm too selfish humans. for that. I don't think you are. I, th- I think you probably have it. Like, you do a lot of charity work. Right? I do. I, I think a fear, too, is I didn't have a dad growing up. And, right. And I didn't have parents that were together. Okay. And my mom was out. I never saw models. I never saw parents. Okay. So maybe I feel like, maybe I'm just scared I'm going to be a terrible parent and I'm using all of this as, mm. as a cover for that. Okay. Well, I mean, that could, that could be true. That sounds like a – I'm not a therapist here, but um, – wow, this got real hard. Play one. Play, play a Quick, therapist. Right? You got five kids. I'm scared to death. I'm going to be like my biological father. But jump out. Hmm. Well, I mean, I think there's a wanting to be better than the parents that you had. Yeah. Um, even if you had good parents, is, is if you start there, 
you're in a good spot. Yeah, I think it just scares yeah. me. When somebody says they have two kids, I'm like, why? Like, why? What other things scare you? Uh, heights. Heights. I'm scared of heights. I got that one. You ever jumped out of a plane? No. I did. I it wanted sucked. to. I, I you did. You jumped out of a plane? See, you're scared of heights and you jump out of I a plane. I did it by myself. I drove up to the place by myself because I was scared to death and said, I want to I jump out of a plane. And they thought I was like a suicide bomber or something. I was by myself going, I want to jump out of a plane. And so I went up with a family I didn't know and jumped out of a plane. Did you do it because you were afraid of it? Yes. So by that logic, are you going to have kids just because you're afraid of it? Not just because. I will have kids because I love my wife. And she. And I think I do want to have kids. But if I jump out of the plane and I die, that's on me. If I bring a kid into the world and I suck, that's on them. You know? It is. And, you know, listen, you're going to fail. We're all going to fail as parents. That's true. 100%. You can't be a perfected parent. And I think you have to um, allow yourself that. And then, you know, discuss it with your children, too. Like, you know, it's okay to apologize to your children. Say, hey, man, sorry, I was out of line there. And that's not something that we had as a generation, I don't think, before us or even particularly before, right. you know, our parents' generation. Like, um, But I think that's probably the healthiest way to handle it is, is allow yourself to be human in it. And your kids will see that and hopefully, you know, forgive you for, for your shortcomings and, and then really um, kind of adopt your, your strengths. I'll have a kid. You jump out of a plane. We'll make the deal right here. I don't think I'm allowed to jump. I don't think my life <laughs> insurance allows me to jump no, out of a plane. No, I'm playing. I'm playing. I'm playing. <laughs> Listen, what I did, wanted to jump out of a plane at one point in time. Why? What happened that, that made you not jump out? I, well, I was young and single. You know, um, I just never did it. Uh, bungee jumping. Have you done that one? No. No? I feel like that's less safe than airplane. And Yeah, see, I got in line to do that one one time. Yeah. One of those things on like a tower. And, and while I was in the line, it snapped on a guy. Oh. No. no way. I'm not kidding. You are... How many people in front of you? Oh, maybe. I mean, it was a long line. It was maybe 25, 30 people. Uh, like while you were there? Oh, my God. I was in line and snapped on a guy. And and um, now they had the big cushion below because maybe this happens all the time. I don't know. <laughs> but, you know, the guy landed in the thing and he was fine. But that was the no moment way. that I got out of line to yeah, do a bunch of jump. There's no way. What, wow. What's amazing is other people stayed in the line. <laughs> because now what are the odds it's going to break, right? Yeah, well, they're going to fix that. You know? <laughs> I'm, out. I'm out. I'm out when it does that. Uh, what, so what, where, where do you find your joy not work? Because we talk about work a lot and your music and your grade. You're the best, A+, plus, king of the world. But like, what do you like that's not music related at all? Where you what do I like find yourself? Not, yeah. Well, I love my job and I love, you know, I love to, you know, I would sit and play a guitar for enjoyment and technically that's probably work, but it's also something I would... Just sit and do. And it's probably something that since you love it, you've gotten really good at. That's what I tell people when I speak to them. It's like, hey, if you find something that you love to do, you'll, you'll naturally get better at it because you love to do it, so you're going to be doing it so much. Right. Uh, you know, just make, you, make your vacation your vocation kind of thing, you know. And But um, definitely guitar, but, you know, just spending time with the family and, um, you know, being around my kids and watching them, uh, you know, doing whatever they want to do. You know, if it's playing video games or, you know, building Legos with them or drawing pictures or whatever that is, you know, that, uh, those things I enjoy can quite you, a bit. Can you draw? Are you a pretty good artist? Like, no, I mean, I'm okay. I'm not, you know, I, I draw a mean cartoonish stegosaurus out and I'll tell you that. <laughs> is that from having to draw a stegosaurus? Yes. Yeah. It's not from like, natural ability. <laughs> it, yeah. yeah. It my, my, you know, my oldest children, when they were younger, they mm. used to want to draw dinosaurs all the time. So like, oh, here I, I'll, so I'm looking up pictures of dinosaurs trying to figure out how to draw dinosaurs. Did you know Eddie thought that dinosaurs were not real? Until recently. 
I thought it was just like a, like Greek mythology, you know? Like, oh, yeah, they roamed the earth. Cool. He's got four kids, by the way. <laughs> but, but now I do believe, Chris, they are real. Uh, hold on. I'm going to have to process <laughs> Yes, exactly. Same thing. College degree, educated, four kids. What did college? Not- <laughs> <laughs> Sam Houston State. Did, okay. Did not believe in dinosaurs. Did they believe in dinosaurs there? Uh, well, we never talked. I mean, you don't go to college and talk about dinosaurs. It's you, didn't just have, a, you didn't take like a geology class or, nope. you know, something like that? Nope. And I remember going, Chris, to the museum and seeing like prints or whatever. Like, oh, that's cute. Like, uh, they're making that up. I don't know. It's like Zeus to him. Yeah, he exactly. Thought that, he thought the T-Rex was like Zeus. I mean, well, Zeus is not in the Museum of Natural History. I mean, <laughs> maybe right. he is. I don't know. You no, know. I've changed my mind, Chris. I believe in Smithsonian or something. <laughs> I'm having a hard time. With this. No, we did too. We did too for a long time. Yeah. We thought he was kidding, but he really didn't know enough about them to think that they were real. You sure this is not like an Andy Coffin thing? Where it is not perpetuating the myth that he nope. didn't believe in it dinosaurs. Is not. It is not. I thought so too for a while. Is it true that you have a specific car that you've had with you forever, and that you play guitar in the same old guitar, same car, and that's what you go to the studio with every time you go? Not the car, no. I was hearing, I was reading Urban Legends about you, and that was the thing that you. Had oh, good luck. An old, there's, a, there's, there's, there's a lot of weird ones. So that that's not true at all. No, I mean I've got I've got an old I've got the Jeep that's on the interior of the the Traveler cover and I and I drive that you know that Jeep and you know it's not necessarily for it's not like a ritual and it's not one from like your age seventeen that you've had the whole time you refused to get out of that's the that's no. the that's the legend no no dang I need to start legends about me <laughs> you have you were oh well I don't. As well. Oh, let's hear this. Come on. No. I want some legends. Well, no, but mine are, I want to start untrue legends. Legend. This is untrue true. Legend. Yeah, like largest scrotum ever. And, the, and it would be like. <laughs> How is that a legend? Well, it's not true. But it was like I was known for that. Is that the first thing that popped in your mind <laughs> to make it that you wanted to be an untrue legend about yourself? I think so, Chris. Yeah. You're yeah. in that boy band. Yeah. Oh, I do have one. Oh, I was yeah. in O-Town. Yeah. Okay. You remember that? I want it all, nothing at all. Not really, but... Um, I was in a boy band, O-Town. Okay. How'd you do? They kicked me out. They kicked you out? Mm-hmm. And that is an urban legend about me. I think you should keep that one rolling. Yeah, I do too. I've never lost paper, rock, scissors in my life. Never once. That's, that's pretty good. I learned to look in people's eyes and I can beat them. I know where they're going to go with it. You're like, you know, World Series of Poker, but with... I've never lost. Rocks I've never lost two out of three. I've lost one out of three, but I've never lost two out of three. Not in the last 10 years, which is crazy. And so people will come and play me all the time and I play and I never lost. It's crazy. So that's another one that's not true. Okay. I was just checking. But I've made, so you were selling it right then. I was but, <laughs> but you went from never lost to just lost every once in a while to- No, no, no. One out of three is not- It's like the World Series. You can lose three games. Yeah, but you still lose He's it. calling a match two out of three, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like winning Wimbledon. Do you Got prefer it. two out of three or three out of five? Two, on, two on out of three. Two out of three. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I like three out of five. Let me ask you about music because we're going to just do just talk like this forever. I got to get some music that's out pe- of That's it. what the people want. I know. Want, yeah. I know. Some do, but some will be like, you had the, one of the greatest artists of our lifetime in and you didn't even talk about music. <laughs> so I'm going to let do a little bit of this. Whenever someone asks you to be on a song, would you rather them ask you to play guitar on a song or to sing on a song? I would rather ask them to. Or they would ask you to I would be rather on. them ask me to be in on it from the beginning. As in the creation uh, production-wise or All the writing? The way. Yeah. That's what I would prefer. But, you know, I, depending on who they are and, and what the song is, and those are different scenarios, you know. Like, I do like to play guitar, but also um, I find out the older I get, the more I, I really want to be in on the, the creation of things. Well, I'm gonna let That's you what in. I want. I'm going to let you in on a song that I'm working on. I haven't even started yet, but it's the <laughs> hardest sing-along ever. 
Okay. And it's called Plural Rural Murals. And it's, you're driving through the, no one, no one will write this with me. You're driving mm. through the country and there's a lot, you're looking everywhere and it's, they're everywhere. So plural, more than one. Uh-huh. Rural, because it's the country. Thanks for explaining and what plural And they're murals, yes. <laughs> so we're driving really through. That. And it's like, all right, everybody sing along. And then it's yeah. about plural, rural murals. And the thing is, you can't, it's hard to sing it. So right. if you're man of your word, you just got in early on that one. Okay. We'll do it. Okay. <laughs> did, <laughs> He's not this, yeah, yeah, yeah. did you just come up with that? I know, I've been thinking about it for a long time. You've been thinking about plural rural murals. The for hardest a long sing time? along ever. I want to write the hardest sing along ever. That's funny and catchy, but it's like the the, the chorus. What is, would the verses be? Just as uh, yeah, tongue tongue tied. They don't have to be, but they, I think they, they should. The be. first verse should probably be setting it up. What the and then you do the chorus and then the tongue ties in the second verse because now you know the joke and then that then the bridge. Just Billy Joel. Just 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 do like a no, bunch no, no, of no, no, everybody. Well, come yeah, on, just no, name no, a bunch no, of things no, that yeah. that rhyme in ways that are hard to say. And then the, that's the chorus. You know, it doesn't have to make sense. I don't feel like that's enough to be considered a writer, so you don't give no percentage on that one. Are you calling Billy Joel not a writer? Nope. I mean- <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm moving. I, I did not call him off. The, I did not say. Uh, so, White Horse is interesting because you wrote that song originally for the... Um, the not, uh, it was a Lone, Lone Ranger. Ranger film. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Lone Ranger. I mean, loosely. <laughs> it was, I walked in to ride with Dan, Dan Wilson He's like, hey, they're looking for songs. For... Neither one of us necessarily, I don't, I don't think, had like an end to, to, to the Lone Ranger film. The, he had just heard that they were looking for songs for it, and it sounded like a good idea. And sometimes you just need a catalyst, you know, in a session like that to write something. And, and so that was our catalyst that day. It was like, hey, well, let's write. What would a Lone Ranger movie song be? And that's what this was. When you write a song, do you send it off and let it be free and – you know, the people that pick the songs, pick the songs, or do you go, this is one I think is a real, as a single, we should run with this one. Or do you feel like they're all singles and you let those people do that? Uh, it's probably a little bit of both. I, th- I think Damon and, uh, and the folks uh, over at Universal would say we had discussions about it and, and sometimes I make them uncomfortable and sometimes they make me uncomfortable. And uh, somewhere in the middle of that, we, we arrive on what the path is. And I, I think this was not an obvious thing to go with. Probably. That's but. why I ask about th- that question about this song because, again, it, there's no context of Lone Ranger. It's just this is Chris's new song, The White, White Horse. Right. So, well, and there shouldn't be. <laughs> you know, that, that, that movie, you know, it shouldn't be, really. That, that, it has nothing to do with it, that movie, really, mm-hmm. other than that's the story of how the song how came to be. Yeah. Um, you know, as far as picking it for a single, I, yeah, I do like to be um, – for lack of a better word, uh, disruptive, you know, like and do things that are maybe a little harder to sell or maybe different why, enough. Yeah, that, why would you do that? Why would I do that or why do I want to do that? No, why would you do that? Do you ever pick one that you think will be, yeah, this one sounds like a, a tr- traditional radio single because you do constantly put out songs that go number one that don't sound like other songs that have gone number one? Well, I think that's the only thing that you can have to differentiate yourself from – Something that sounds like everything else. I, you have songs on your albums. I'm a, I'm a big fan, by the way. Uh, Bobby here, a big fan. Thank hey, you. nice yeah, to meet you, Bobby. Thank you. Um, Bobby, Washington Post. Yeah. Um, you have songs that are definitely more radio, fr- we'll call it radio friendly, that don't hit the radio as singles. And some of your songs that don't feel like they would be radio singles hit radio and then become a single. Like It's almost like you're picking harder songs just so you can do it for the sake of it because that's who you are. Well, I mean, you may be giving me too much credit that I'm picking them wholly. There's a definitely a discussion around it, and I have opinions in it. 
Um, but, you know, sometimes it's like, all right, well, if you guys think that's what we should do, let's do that. Or sometimes I'm like, well, I think we should do this. I know that's going to be difficult for you and mm-hmm. may only make it to number 16, but let's let's do that because I think that – I'm always trying to look for things that represent the album. And if you can represent out the album over the course of putting singles out on the album, I think that that is um, for what I like, you know. The things that would draw people to the album and go, oh, well, that's different. Maybe I'll go check out what else is on the album. And um, that's always my goal. And that, I think that – is probably different, a different mentality than other people have than when they just want the biggest hit they can have. When you're writing songs as your day job and you're going, you know, five days a week and you're Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, sometimes two times a day. I, I don't do that anymore. But anymore, but you did because you have like 170 cuts, right? So there for years you're writing, a, you're writing a bunch. Yeah, no, I, I mean, when I first got to town, I would write two and three times a day. But how do you keep coming up with new ideas? Because almost it's almost like a new way to say the same thing. Like how, how do, or do you sometimes, if it didn't work before, do you try that same idea again in a different way? I, I don't like to recycle myself necessarily, but there's certainly, you know, things that you can uh, lean into technique-wise that, that make... Um, that makes sense, you know. Oh, I I know how this song goes, you know. Like, do you get writer's block coming up with ideas? I'm sure I probably do. I don't necessarily think of it as that. They'll either come when they come or they don't. And you know, when, when you're doing the thing where you go in and you and you're working, you know, uh, as a like a blue collar, working it like a songwriter uh, would. Um, you go in and you work it like a job, and 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 you. And you go in, and even if you don't have anything that day, nine times out of ten, your co-writer has something. Or you sit there, you, if you go someplace with a purpose to do something, um, I think you get really good at turning that thing on. You know, like, um, so I have no problem walking into a room and going, oh, let's, let's write a song. Um, and, I, and I'm a big strum and hum guy, too. So I, I start from a melody. I start from... Uh, the musical side of things a lot more than I would start from a lyrical side of things anyway. And then I would find words in a melody. You know, I'd start humming nonsense until a word popped out. And all right, well, what does that mean in the context of what this song is? And then you try to form an idea around that. But, you know, and I've also walked in and a co-writer has handed me an entire lyric and said, hey, I can't, I don't have a melody for this. You know, it's, it can be that, or the other, the converse can be true. People, someone would walk in with this wholly formed melody and go, um, I need, I need lyrics over top of this. You know, it, it can go any number of ways and you have to be open to doing it any way that presents itself that day. And so I, I don't want to worry about ideas. I don't worry about running out of ideas because <clears throat> chances are, if you have an idea, it's already been done some way anyway so um i don't have any notions that we're reinventing uh, or coming up with wholly original things all the time because you just can't do that i don't have a melody for plural rural murals okay what so are you just, thinking just think I, i'm not i have the a shuffle i have the lyric I, I, no it's more of like a it's more like soul like something that stapleton would do but i haven't been i don't know I haven't it feels like a shuffle it. to me yeah i don't even know what that means a shuffle <laughs> But I went around. Just sometimes I just nod and say stuff. You know. How'd you get involved? Come with on, my, man! This is a country music show. You can know what a shuffle is. Well, I know like the the, the timing of a shuffle. Yeah, is that what you're talking about? Yeah, like a waltz and a shuffle. I, yeah, 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 yeah. I know that. It's a shuffle. Okay. Well, I know, I know how to shuffle cards. Yeah. Are you good at it? 
Oh, yeah. My grandma taught me how to gamble when I was six years old. You're mean at it. I used to cheat a lot. Yeah. My grandma taught Can you stack a deck? Um, I can go I can go under from under pretty quick without anybody noticing. But I haven't in a long time. Yeah. But I used to in college I would cheat and make that's how I made a lot of money was cheating <laughs> in cards. And then I played poker for a long time with tra- and every, I would go to Vegas every weekend. Won a big tournament once, it was pretty cool. Yeah, you know how to do it. And then I had to stop cold turkey because I have all I was doing was consumed in cards. Doyle Brunson books, um, odds. I was just Everything I did was doing this show and reading about cards, so I stopped. What are you obsessed with? Knives? I wouldn't say I'm obsessed with them. Guitars, probably. Yeah. More more guitars or knives? Oh, guitars. Yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. Well, amplifiers, gear, you know, anything that can be made useful in creating music, even if it's in the most uh, wild weird way you know what do you mean wild weird like oh just like buying a a, a 1970s drum machine or something you know something weird or, or not instruments i can't even play drums you know like i'll, I'll buy things I, I can't even play just to see if i can make them lead to something like creatively sometimes you'll you'll find something that'll it'll give you a sound or a texture and that can take you somewhere else 100 percent. yeah that's pretty cool what what instrument do you think would help you do plural rural murals Exactly. You don't know yet too much. It's over Let your head. Think about it. Yeah, it's over your head. Um, okay, look, I got two, two final questions for you. You know I love you. So I got two final questions for I you. you. I'll keep you. I keep you here all day. Yeah. Uh, you are known as a prolific songwriter now and guitar player, but I'm going to ask you to put that back on somebody else. Have you ever been in the room, and it could be one of your buddies, it could be somebody you wrote with the first time that had a concept or a lyric that you were just like, oh my God, that is awesome. Yes, pretty much every time I Rhyme with somebody. What I mean, comes to mind is one of the last times that happened. Um, I mean, I, once again, I've I've co-written with somebody maybe once in the last two years, so I, I don't do a lot of that anymore. Well, what about one of your hits from five years ago? From five, somebody years gives ago? you like a, a great lyric inside of it. Well, I mean, most of the time when that happens, um, it it would have been with Mike Henderson, who's no longer with us, but um, he was a poet, you know, and uh, I would walk into that a lot in that room and just be blown away yeah just like well okay yeah i'm i'm mm. my function in that room most of the time was to make up a melody do you get tagged or people want to always show you people singing tennessee whiskey um i would assume everywhere not, you go not, not a lot i mean people will send it to me when they're in some place that they don't think that they're going to hear it like uh somebody will be in uh, Mexico and send a mariachi band playing it, <laughs> <laughs> which is awesome. That's fine. You know? Yeah, that's like that song. When yeah. I was on Idol too, everybody would try to sing. That was, you have made that song uh, just ubiquitous in all the music. Yeah. And I don't know if that gets to you because you're in it, but man, it's even from all the shows and musical and this, everybody wants to sing that song all the time. Where it's like, cool, that's good, but let's stop. <laughs> like yeah it's i mean it's come to the point i mean i'm sure there's there's the, it, it's become um edit james at last they do that too a lot yeah like great song but when so many people sing it yeah it, well it's hard you know like uh willie nelson's crazy is another song like that that i'm not saying it's not willie or the song but it's the people that keeps in every well, version and, of it and yes. there's so many versions of songs right. like sometimes you know and sometimes they're they're done too like um, you don't 
need to do them. And but there's always somebody that can you know bring something to it. Mm-hmm. You know? So that that's always I mean, and I think the real challenge when you have a song that becomes that um, recognizable or or fun for people to sing, um, the challenge becomes uh, what can you bring to it, and it's almost like some kind of um, game for people, for singers almost, you know, like I, I'm going to put this on it and, and I don't know. Do you ever not want to sing that song anymore? No. Why would I not want to sing that song? Anymore? I don't know. Cause you sang it so many times. I mean, I've sing, sing a lot of songs, but a lot of times that, that song um, is the reason that you're sitting there talking to me right now. For no, the most part. You, you were on before that. You, we had you on before that's that. That's true. That's yeah, true. Well, you did. But but that's the reason that you continue to talk to me. In a lot, in a lot no, of I'm in love with you. you that's have, why I continue you, to talk to you because I'm in love with you. You have a lot of people on, on this show that sometimes, and I probably was in this category at one point, where, um, and forgive me for not knowing how it works, but I, I think you probably have to have them on because they have a current single out or I used something. to have to do that. Not anymore. Not anymore. I don't have to do anything. I don't have to do anything I don't want to do anymore. Okay. Every well, once in a while, it's a client good. thing, but mostly it's like. Yeah. Well, I'm, but also sometimes it's a relationship thing. I'm sure mm-hmm. where it's like, hey, I got my guy here. Bring him on. Or, or my, For sure. Or my, this is this is the new act. She she's really good. I think you should check it out. And you and you and you have to roll the dice on those things sometimes. I think, and that, and that's one of the strengths of this show. I think is you bring people on that nobody's ever heard of, which I was one of those people at some point. Megan Maroney covered What Are You Listening To? You played that on the show before. Have you heard her version? I don't think I have. Oh, no. my God. It's, all, it's awesome. Go it's like the, that song was so good. I was always so disappointed that wasn't that first song. Because when you that, that song, I loved it. I think everything worked out like it was supposed to. It's all good. Do you believe in that? Do you believe in everything working out like it's supposed to? I do. To? Even, you know, but particularly in the times that you're frustrated, thinking that something's supposed to be, I don't understand. This is just is a good whatever. I mean, it applies to any part of life. I think, um, you know, when things aren't working out like you think they should and you've done all the things that you think you're supposed to do to get the result that you think you're supposed to get, and it's just not lining up. I think if you can take a deep breath in those moments and go, all right, well, there's a reason none of this is lining up. I don't know what it is at this moment. I can't see it. I'm not happy about it. <clears throat> but but move on with time and keep on pushing. And eventually you get to the to a place where you're like, oh, the reason that this didn't happen is because this other thing needed to happen. And that's like Marcus Aurelius, like Meditations, the book. He just gave the whole book right there. And also it's like that's, that's why he hasn't taken plural murals. There's got to be a real reason. There must be a really good I mean, I've been thinking about it the whole time. Okay. I do think right. it's a shuffle. Okay. Well, let me know. I just don't have the melody. But, um, okay, Chris, last, 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 last question. Last, last question. When are you, when are you doing new, more music? <laughs> when am I doing more music? Yeah. I just put a record In out, November, man. I know. But let's like, <laughs> I've listened to it a lot. I still like it. But I'm saying, you know, I, there's higher. Are you going to do lower? I hadn't thought about it until now. But, you know, no, I, that's not re- uh, a real thought currently. There wasn't any thought and, and carrying that on through into something but um is anything recorded right now oh no oh, okay then okay i mean th- there listen all records have things that are recorded that don't exist in a commercial but new way that have happened since for a new something nothing exists no okay all right we're, that's good we're done then i'm done with them anybody else, anybody else good? <laughs> not good all right uh chris congratulations i love when you come around man thank you yeah it's uh, awesome 
Uh, you guys heard of this guy, Chris Stapleton? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Good? Yeah. All right. yeah. All right. Well, Chris, good to see you. There he is. Chris Stapleton, everybody. All American Road Show. Back out. So go check it out. Uh, he's got a bunch of great acts. Uh, the Warren Treaty, freaking love him. Awesome. Um, Alan Stone, love him. I could awesome. go through the whole list. You have great taste. Well, my wife has great taste and because she is always the the front. Uh, you know, she's the tip of the spear on, on steering some of the opener stuff. So um, she's the discovery person in our house. I listen to music that I listen to when I'm 17 a lot, you know, the, or guys that are dead, you know. That, but that's a good combo. You know? Sounds dark, man. Yeah. I, I don't, I'm not ready to go there. <laughs> All right, there he is. Chris Stapleton, everybody. Nice job. It's the best bits of the week Show. with Morgan number two. Y'all, I'm just living my best rom-com life over here, okay? I just live in general like I am in a movie. I talked last weekend about romanticizing my life with Amy, and that's my goal for 2024, and I've kind of always been that way. But, like, I just love movies, and I think there's something to treating your life like it is a movie in the best way possible. Obviously not like the action comms and there's aliens coming from the sky, but, like, you're excited about everything, and you do things that are fun instead of just the monotony of everyday life. And so I had a very creative date idea for an upcoming fourth date with a man that has been nicknamed the cowboy, and I got roasted for it. I I thought this was a great idea. And you know what? I did have this date, and it was a great idea, and all you dirty minds were wrong. It was a great time. Nothing crazy happened. I laughed my butt off, and I really enjoyed it. But this segment right here, you're about to hear me get roasted, and I hope it makes you laugh. Number three. I had a talk with Eddie. We were in his Jeep. I was like, man, you got to take your wife. You got to take your wife to this comedy thing she wants to go to in California. Yeah. Like, she would love it. She has to go to the show, and Eddie's like, ah, we can't do that. I'm like, it's expensive. It's LA, man. And this ticket's going to be not going to be cheap. But it's May. Yeah, we got time. We got time to save. A lot of listeners, too, have sent voicemails. Here's one from last night. Eddie, you're complaining about your wife wanting to go see... These comedians in L.A., it's expensive. You can't do it. You travel all the time. You go everywhere. You and Bobby are always in all these cities doing your podcast, and your wife is in Nashville every day, day after day, taking care of your four kids. Give that woman some adventure and take her on that trip. We're working. I agree. I, yeah, agree. But I don't agree. go on I mean, vacation. But you know why you work? So you can do something fun You're with your gone. wife occasionally. Yeah. Wow. That is true. Yeah, like, and, I, and I need to start thinking more like that. Like, I need to, like, not be like, oh, we just do work. So when I'm not working, I just want to stay home. Right. Because that's my mentality. Because she stays home, though, and she wants to go do something. She deserves to go. No, but you are right. You're working, dude. So I would tell your wife, hey, sorry, I am working when I go on these trips. Do you it's love not- her? My wife? Yeah. Love her deeply. Then- What's a sports team in L.A.? The Rams. For too much access. For May. No, I'm not, we're not going to do a work thing. He does that while he's doing work. No. Well, he's not a bad idea. No, he needs to take his wife. And he I'll needs, pay for the trip. He needs to take his wife and just do this. It's two Southwest tickets and a hotel. You can do it. And don't take the kids. I'll watch them. <laughs> no, you wouldn't. Okay. You'll leave and have four. You may come back with less. Exactly. But do you love her? Yes or no? I do love her, man. And, and we talked about it. And I, yeah, I think you're right. Like, I probably should do this. And it's in May. You can get the tickets earlier, so they cost less. No problem. Hotels, though, in L.A., dude, they're expensive. They're not cheap. No, La Quinta's not that expensive Everything's in LA. expensive, dude. Everything. Welcome to the world. That's why I don't like to leave the house. How long have you been married? Gosh, about to be 19 years. 18 you, years right now. Got that flame going. Like, what would you tell Morgan about love? Oh, Morgan, just be patient. Love's there, and you're going to fall in love. And when you find that person, Morgan, it's going to be the most beautiful thing in your life. 
Except you don't want to take them on trips when they really want to yeah. go. Yeah, because you know you work a lot. Yeah, you travel a lot. You know what I mean. Morgan, how's it going with you? What's what's your dating situation? I'm still going on dates. I uh, have a potential prospect right now. We are going on our fourth date together. For a date? Okay, so for a, like a relationship. Yes. A prospect. A what if prospect. you heard you call him a prospect? Well, what else do you call it? Like a dude? <laughs> is, is he the only? Is he the only prospect? Right now? Currently, yes. Okay. And then four dates. When does it start to get se- um, serious? Maybe isn't the word. When does it start to get a little more serious? A- after what date? I feel like, I mean, I guess it depends more on timeline than dates. More like a month in, you're kind of starting to evaluate like, okay, do I want to just see this person only? Because I'm still on the dating apps and stuff, even though like it's our fourth date and I do, I'm really interested in him. I'm still not putting all my eggs in one basket. Is he uh, like your last boyfriend's kind of like a loser? No, so far he's not a loser. <laughs> but I mean that, you know. No, he like, doesn't like, have that energy. Right, it's definitely an energy. Yeah. But, but did the old boyfriends have that energy yes, too? Yes, okay. they did. <laughs> Muscles a little too big, you know. Uh, chain, hair, hair? Ch- chains a little, yeah, hair a little too gel. chains. <laughs> yeah, like, like necklace chain. you know. It's yeah. just a whole vibe. Yeah, yeah. This guy, more of like, one of us? He's more of a, a country cowboy. He has been nicknamed the cowboy. So. Oh. By you? Yeah, by me and my girlfriend. Does he wear a cowboy hat? No, he wears cowboy boots, though. Okay. okay. And you've been on four dates. What's the most fun date you've been on with him? Oh, well, we went to, we went and got, like, Mexican food somewhere, and then we bar hopped to, like, three different bars, and that was really fun. Mm-hmm. We vibed. But, like, our next date, we're playing board games in Twister. You so I'm excited. Wait, oh, Where? Hold on, Twister. Hold on. You did, or Twister, you are go- going to. Hold on. Oh, you're going <laughs> to. Yeah, I'm going to. Twister. Yeah. Mine, because it's amazing. Okay. It's so much fun. You yeah, know that that's like to, a, uh, yeah, getting yeah, yeah, all yeah. Like, he knows up. what he's doing Yeah, it can be intimate, but, guys, I I chose Twister because I think it's funny, and it's a fun thing. At my house. You're invited. He's coming to your house. And it's just He's got to meet the animals. And it's only you two playing Twister at your house. Yeah. Oh, boy. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, not oh, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> hey, question. Yeah. Is it a naked Twister? No. no. That's not how it starts. <laughs> right. That's it, Twister lead. can just be innocent no, and fun intimate. True. It can, like, yes. Not for adults. It can, but it's going to be tough for it just to be that. <laughs> yeah, date number four. Date number five. Oh, yeah. Oh, date number five? Wow. Date number five at her house playing Twister alone. Uh-huh. They ain't gonna twist long. Nope. New. No. <laughs> oh, they'll oh, be twisting long. It, well, you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah. no. With the board. You know, right hand only be on red for a little bit. <laughs> They're not gonna spin that uh, dial very often. Guys, Twister's this fun, innocent game. Okay. Quit it. What yeah. game did he suggest? Well, we were talking about playing cards and stuff, too. That's also Strip what poker. we're playing. She's no. whenever she texted, like, no. and then we can play Twister. No, he wants he to play like, Doctor. Oh, yeah, Twister. <laughs> he saw Twister and was like, guys, hey, guys. He got the cartoon feet. He's stretching. So when do you want him to stop? Is that a conversation like, hey, get off the app? Yeah, I feel like that's a conversation when you, like, really want to exclusively see each other. That's a conversation that happens. How do you have the get off the app conversation? Instead of the define the relationship. I think they're one and the same. You know, it's kind of like, okay, we're only seeing each other. That's kind of like a, okay, get off the app. Do you wait for him to pull himself off the app? Like who, somebody has to do it first. Yeah, because you know, you know, I've had this theory. You always want somebody that's just a little bit more in love with you. Mm-hmm. Just a little bit more. Mm-hmm. What not, not a lot. That? Huh? Not right. a lot. You can't. Everybody, everybody can't. I know. Can't but you yeah. be the one that loves a little more? Well, right. because girls- I, I am. Am I? <laughs> yeah. I'm way more love my wife than she has me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and you, you want the guy to be. Yeah. That for some reason, it just makes sense. I don't know how to explain it. Would you ever do a thing where you get out your phones together and you're I like, I never had okay. somebody play, play Twister at my house. No. I just started, oh, are you kidding? 
It'd be amazing. Could they do this thing where they get out their phones together and they're like, all right, on the count of three, we're going to delete the app together. No, that would not happen. Mm, that's a little hokey. That's very awkward <laughs> and like high schoolish. Well, I'm trying to figure out how you even know if they really delete it. Check. Let's tell your, your friends will tell you. That too. Oh. I mean, <laughs> they would see him. Yeah, you'll get a screenshot real soon if oh. he's not off the app. It's the best bits of the week with Morgan number two. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your host of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old. (laughs) And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed and to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Parents, ready to discover a new educational and interactive podcast for kids? Join Stories for Kids by Lingo Kids, where episodes are packed with fun activities. Right, Elliot? Oh, yes! We learned how to recycle at the beach. That was great fun. Callie, what do you say? It was. And that time when we did the science experiment and Billy made raisins dance. so cool, Billy. He did. (laughs) Not to mention when a certain Elliot took up swimming classes with Lisa. That was me! (laughs) Bet you can't catch me. I'm going to get you. All this fun and more in our Stories for Kids. Lingo Kids Stories for Kids is now available on StoryButton, the kid-friendly device for screenless podcast listening. Listen to Stories for Kids on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is an NAACP and Webby Award-winning podcast dedicated to all things mental health, personal development, and all of the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. Here... We have the conversations that help Black women decipher how their past inform who they are today and use that information to decide who they want to be moving forward. We chat about things like how to establish routines that center self-care, what burnout looks and feels like, and defining what aspects of our lives are making us happy and what parts are holding us back. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia. And I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. You know, I always get nervous when Lunchbox comes up to me and he's like, hey, I need your help. I need you to come with me. And we have to leave the studio to go film something because I'm like, what secondhand embarrassment am I going to get today? And that happened this week. He went to Starbucks because Starbucks said you can bring any cup and we'll fill it up with coffee because they're trying to reduce the impact for environmental things on using one-time cup situation. So Lunchbox shows up in the back of Scuba Steve's truck 
with a four foot tall Sonic cup that normally sits in our studio. You've probably seen it on videos or pictures. And he tries to get that filled up. And I'm sitting in the backseat like cranked as a literal twister, pun intended from that last segment, and trying my hardest not to laugh while trying to discreetly video him doing this whole thing. And what you're about to hear is what I was there and got the secondhand embarrassment from because it was warranted. Lunchbox tried to get a giant cup filled with coffee for free. Well, essentially for like $4. Basically free if they actually would have filled up the whole thing. So this will also give you a good little laugh on a Saturday. Here is Lunchbox at Starbucks with a giant cup. Number two. Amy had a story about Starbucks trying to reduce waste. So they say you can bring your own cup and they'll fill it up. Yeah. And we were like, you can bring any cup. How big? And so we have this massive cup in our studio. It is almost four feet tall. It measures at almost 450 ounces. It's basically a decorative giant Sonic cup. (laughs) It's not a real cup. However, you can put stuff in it. So Lunchbox took this cup, loaded it into his car. So you did? No, I loaded it in the back of Scuba's truck. I was going to say it's big. Because I didn't know how I would do it. And so I'm in the bed of the pickup truck. Oh, in the drive-thru. Scuba. He's driving and you're back there with the cup. Yeah, and so he pulls up past the speaker where I'm at the speaker and I'm the one doing the ordering with the big old cup because I want to know, will they fill it up? Because that's what they said, right? You bring a cup, they fill it up. Yeah. Okay, (laughs) here we go. What can I get started for you? Uh, Yeah, you guys are doing that where you can bring your cup and you'll fill it up with coffee or whatever, right? Right. Yeah, so I'm going to do, I'm going to just bring my cup and I'm going to fill it up with regular coffee. Just a pipe. Uh, I guess, I mean, I, 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 grande, because that means big, right? It's a big cup. Alrighty. And then it's just going to be 344. All right, thank you. They don't know what this cup is waiting for. What's, it's not grande, it's big, though, is it? It's the biggest one? Grande is, like is the, or something? Grande's the middle. I don't know. Trenchy. Grande in Spanish yeah. means big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but this is Italian, yeah. I think. Grande's medium. <laughs> it I is. At, I, I don't know. Starbucks. See, I don't, I don't So maybe it's a big meat. Regardless, <laughs> this cup is there. When, when you first said, hey, she was like, yeah? What was, was she confused? Yeah, because I guess they have a camera right oh, there. Oh, they can see you. So you can oh, see me. Oh, that's why. But, but no, no, but they couldn't see the cup. The cup's laying down. So you're just a hillbilly in the back of the truck. I'm the point. hillbilly <laughs> in the back of the truck. Got and they're it. like, okay. All right, so here he is pulling up to the window. Hello. I was just trying to fill up the cup. It's just black coffee. Unfortunately, we can't fill that up. Oh, because it won't fit through the window? No, because it's not a personal cup. No, no, this is what I drink out of. Look, I got my straw. <laughs> I'm sorry, sir. See, it's my straw. Also, we can't fill that up with coffee. Only because the most you can fill up is going to be about 20 ounces. <laughs> oh, I mean, I can fit it through the window if you need me to. Right, but that's not the, the thing is we can't fill more than 20 ounces. Okay, why don't we just put 20 ounces in there? <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> and then it's just 344. Oh, 344. All right. And can I get two creams for that? <laughs> Oh, two creams. Thank you so much. Have a great day. You too. <laughs> they poured 20 ounces in the cup? Yeah. How'd they get it there? Uh, she took a cup, stuck it out the window, and poured it into the Sonic cup. That's <laughs> defeating the purpose of them not having no... 100%. Cup. Then she took the creamers, poured them in a cup, and handed me the cup with the creamer, and I poured oh, it in. Man. Oh, man. What'd you learn from this? I learned that they will not fill up any cup, only a 20-ounce cup. Up to a 20 ounce. Up to a 20 ounce cup. Yeah. And this 450 ounce. Oh, uh, was a no go. Probably. <laughs> and it wasn't because it wouldn't fit in the window. I never heard it was up to 20 ounces in your story. Did you keep that from us? Mm-mm. 
Yeah, and she didn't think it was a personal cup, so I proved to her. I put the straw in there. I was like, he Look. put his mouth on it. Look, <laughs> <laughs> who was laughing in the background? Uh, the people in the the other r- workers. Do they know you're messing with her, or do they just think you're an idiot? I think they thought I was just an idiot. <laughs> I mean, because they were. I mean, she was so angry. Yeah, she didn't sound like she was part of a joke. Right, but everybody else around her was enjoying it. Yeah. Except I, for her. I enjoyed it. Yeah. That was awesome. That yeah. was awesome. Yeah, the video is great. Video? Yeah. yeah. Okay. We'll put it up. Yeah. All right. Go over to bobbybones.com to see the video. It's the best bits of the week Show. with Morgan number two. The dating topics continue, but this time it is not me. No, no, no. This is Amy. She got a message from a guy asking what her dating protocol is. Like, how is she going to go on a date? What does it look like? all the details of what that is. And she's like, guys, I have no idea what's happening. So she brought it to the show a little reluctantly. I think you can hear it in her voice in this segment, but it's an Amy single update. Well, single Amy. I'm not going to sing the song because I'm terrible at it that they do in the studio, but we do have an update on her potentially going on a date. So without further ado, the number one spot. Number one. So what's your deal? <laughs> what do you mean? You know, your deal. I'm... Like your deal. I don't... Here. I know, but I don't know what I can... I, don't I know. Need- I, I'll just say I haven't gone out on a, a date, but I... That's what I'm asking. Like, what's the situation? Right. I assume that's what you're What can asking, I even like, ask am about? Am I dating? Like, are you, are, you da- are you trying to date since uh, you've been divorced? I have been messaged about a like date. DM'd? Yeah, well, it... Okay. Yes. Let's go. What are you... Why are you being fishy? Because I don't know. Because the person was fishing the for a date. Are weird no, I bet she. It's, I, I bet she's on an app. I don't know for sure. For uh, sure. If I bet I'm you're on an app. Go. I bet you're on an app. Is it an app? Are you on an what? app? Are you on a dating app? What? You said. Are you on a date? Yeah, what? you heard you the we question. We're gonna talk about details. But you got weird. I know. Because <laughs> I feel weird. <laughs> Because I feel weird. Uh, but you, but you said okay, somebody yeah, yeah. messaged you, so I said it's a DM. You could have lied and just said yes, but instead you're like, I, 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 what, what, what? I, I don't want to lie. Okay, so uh, go ahead. Well, well, I won't pry. Okay, somebody sent I, me a message. Yeah, so been messaging with someone, and then they said, "What's your protocol for going on a date?" <laughs> and I was like, "I don't really have a protocol because I haven't gone out." With anybody. Mm-hmm. So. Did you say that? I don't have a protocol because I haven't gone out with anybody? No, I said, I don't have a protocol because I'm new to this. Uh-huh. And then I just said. Do you put divorced in your profile? You have to. You do? No. No. Amy, if you don't, then new to this sounds weird. <laughs> like you've never dated. And I know. You're... Like I'm for. <laughs> I, I don't know. Okay. I, I don't know. It's He said, what's your protocol uh-huh. for going out on a date? Okay. And I said, I don't have a protocol. And then I got nervous. I didn't know what to say. So I just said, you haven't murdered anybody, right? Had a girl. Question mark. That's smooth. That was your third, second question? <laughs> she hadn't done this a lot or whatever. Wow. <laughs> yeah. so, and then his answer was. Then I feel like maybe did I set the bar too low? Mm-hmm. He was, was like, a, she was, knows. It was a joke, though. So <laughs> Right, I know, right, but it's yes. not like. It's, it's, I, can, I obviously I care can see that. about more than that. Yeah. But, yeah. What was his and answer to that? There was communication back and forth before that and then now nothing. I'm like, okay. Oh, after you sent that, he ghosted? He's yeah. out? Well, I don't know that he's out. Maybe he's on a break. <gasps> he murdered someone. Or, or he, he's going to murder you. Or, he, okay, the <clears throat> options are he has murdered somebody. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, okay, <laughs> busted. He. <laughs> That's how he gets busted. <laughs> busted. Uh, he, he, 
or he doesn't think that was a funny, funny joke because his family was murdered. Right. Oh, oh, right. Gosh. When he was oh, a child. <laughs> didn't think about that. <laughs> it hit a little too close to home. <laughs> or or oh, he is he doesn't log on all the time or he takes little breaks. And then, Yeah, I think that's the story you make up because I would make those stories up too, just generally to cushion the blows. Okay. But I don't think that was, I think that's funny. Yeah, what was I supposed to say? Like, what's my protocol? I don't know. I don't know. Is that common to ask, like, what's your protocol? I've never heard that before. I think it's just him trying to start a conversation. In, in that direction. In that. And also, you're talking about, like, they're both, I'm assuming the guy's got to be at least 40, right? Mm-hmm. Right. So it's like. Uh, <laughs> why'd you answer it like that? Yeah, like, that's how he is. <laughs> what? I just am weird. How old? He is. He is. <laughs> He's 40-something. I don't know what, what details to give or we, not to give. I don't either. This I don't know. That's just, why I started. It's like, what? what okay. So I know. He just, I, I'm going to get more Morgan, what would you say to her? I, is someone, Morgan, as someone who's lived on the apps, Yes. what would you tell Amy in this situation? Um, I think it was great that you were yourself, and that's what you should do. You should not try and be anybody else, and you were being very playful and flirty in that situation. Yes, and if he doesn't that's, respond, then you, you move forward. That's flirty? Yeah, you were you're having joking. fun. You're like, okay. have you murdered anyone? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I didn't say all. <laughs> but, just... but it was meant as that, <laughs> right. kind of. Right. Um, okay, well, let us know if he replies. I will. Good luck. Golly. Um, what's your upper index? Can I get more comfortable with this eventually, I guess? I don't I'll know. Try. You tell us. Because I feel so uncomfortable right now. What's your upper age index? 50. That's all. That's all. That's high as you go? I put like 30. To 50. 30? Okay. Yeah. You don't want to go up from 50 at all? Uh, I, maybe I've changed it to 35 because when 32 year olds. No, no, I said from 50. Up, no, up, up. no, no, sorry. But I was thinking about how I think I've increased it because when a 32 year old messaged me about something, I was like, well, this feels weird. And I was like, I don't know the age thing. And they said, is it a total deal breaker? I'm like, I think They said if you murdered so. him. <laughs> That's a deal breaker. Well, yeah. let us know how this transpires. We won't pressure you. Okay. Oh, I will. Thank you for being kind and gentle. Kind you got it. and gentle, yes, to me mm-hmm. during this time. It's weird he just disappeared, though. Because yeah. obviously he was interested. That shouldn't make him not interested, that one question, unless somebody's been murdered in his family or he has murdered someone. Right. <laughs> but I think you do have to put it like an emoji smiley face that you're kind of joking. I don't think so. I think it's known as it's a known joke. Okay. Right, Morgan? It's a yeah. known joke. Okay. Yeah, for sure. The emoji sometimes from the older guys is weird to me. I don't know why. Older as in? 50. 50's not that much <laughs> older than you. I know. But I'm I'm struggling with all the emojis and the smiley from, faces. From men the- in general or from? Well, I don't have the, that many communications <laughs> I can't talk. I don't have, I haven't messaged with that many people, but there is a 50 year old and there was lots of laughy faces and smiley faces. And yeah, that's you weird. Uh, you can't go, can't go heavy, heavy emoji right. early. I that's know. weirdo. I, I agree. Like it, or if they sign their messages, like with their, like sign yeah. Their name. yeah, like they write, they write a message and they're like signed Clint. Oh yeah. Like, no, did I know who it's from? Right. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, uh, keep us updated. Okay. Ooh, it's hot in here. No. <laughs> That's pretty pretty chilly, yeah. It's the best bits of the week with Morgan number two. Alrighty, y'all. That's it from me on Best Bits Part 2. Please, again, go check out Part 1, Part 3 with Scuba Steve this weekend. It's really exciting. If you've never given it a chance, 
I hope you do. We're pretty entertaining over there and it gets a little unhinged, especially listener Q&A was very unhinged. I always try and keep them in a short time because I'm trying to be respectful of everybody's times and you know, there's only so much time in a day and all these people have families and partners. But Scuba comes in here, man, and he just rolls. And I'm like, buddy, you gotta get home to your wife. (laughs) It's a whole thing. So I'm telling you, it's worth it. Check out part one, part three. If you don't though, thanks for checking out part two. I hope you have a fabulous weekend. We will see you later. That's the best bits of the week with Morgan. Thanks for listening. Be sure to check out the other two parts this weekend. Go follow the show on all social platforms. At Bobby Bones Show. And follow at WebGirlMorgan. To submit your listener questions for next week's episode. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your host of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elia Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, everybody, welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. Join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. We gather a seasoned elder, myself as the middle generation, and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations, prepare to engage or hear perspectives that literally no one else has had. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.